This is Tether Talk, a podcast for women where we talk about the truths that influence our identities, guide our choices, form our future, and lead us to the hope that steadies our hearts. Let's pull back the layers, uncover the lies, and hold on to the only truth that satisfies. I found out today that Georgia has the highest number of COVID cases in the nation, and that number is steadily increasing. And I'm a little annoyed, okay? I'm just, I'm just a little annoyed. If this were the beginning of the pandemic, I would be like, oh, wow, you know, it is what it is. We don't really know where this thing is and what's going on with it. You can't trap a virus. Um, and, and I know that, that that is still somewhat true. But we are now what, I mean, this whole thing started December of last year in other parts of the world. Um, and it really hit home for us in maybe February. Look, February, March, April, May, June, July. We, we're about seven, almost eight months into this thing. And it's very clear that we have seen that when we all kind of work together, and mind our neighbors and love ourselves enough to respect um, our space and respect other people's space. We have seen that this thing can be um, can be, you know, handled or corralled in some way, just taken care of. And so when I see numbers like this, and you know what, I get it. I live in the South. It is what it is. It's nice down here. The weather's beautiful. People want to have their summer. They want to enjoy themselves. And that's all well and good, but like, come on, just be like, regard the fact that someone else that you might be encountering on a day-to-day basis while you're out and about may have like health issues, may be struggling, may know someone who has health issues or whatever, or frankly, just doesn't want to catch this virus. Like, I know it's not going away, going away anytime soon. It is a virus unless, unless, you know, the Lord hears our prayers and heals our land and heals the world of this virus. Like it's going to be here. But at the same time, we, my, my suggestion is that we really take into account that people, um, that we're all susceptible. Everybody's susceptible and no one, no one is invincible. We can't fight it in that sense. Um, We're human. Our bodies respond the way that they respond. But um, for us here in, in, in Georgia, just stay home. Like, or, or don't, you know, at least follow the protocol. Frankly speaking, I'm just going to say this and be done with it. You should have been washing your hands in the first place. You should have been, you know, practicing good hygiene and other forms, taking showers and all that stuff. I mean, if you have access to water now, if you're listening to this and you've been struggling, I ain't trying to like call you out nothing, but it is what it is. In this country, we have been afforded certain uh, privileges that allow us to have access. Majority of us have access to clean water, uh, to soap, to hand sanitizer for the touch up. Um, 
wipes, whatever you want to call it. And, and the only new thing that has been added to this whole process is wearing a mask, wearing a face mask. Yeah, we're out of the whole medical grade mask because we're saving those for our first responders. But like, my goodness, put a cloth over your face, wear it when you're in the store, wear it when you're going to be around some people and then go about your business. I don't wear my mask in my car because it's just me and my daughters. I don't wear my mask at home because it's my home. It is what it is. And sometimes I don't wear a mask when I'm like walking outside, doing a workout or whatever the case may be. But what if I'm going to be around some people, just it takes two seconds to put that mug on, do what you need to do and take it off when you get home. It's simple. And yet people aren't doing it. And I, I'd like to say that it's just people and, you know, everyone's just kind of like doing their own thing. But no, I got to put it in there. Politics is just messing this thing up. It is what it is. Um, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. I think I think everyone should use their own mind and be wise about this whole thing. Um, and don't leave your future and don't leave your health in the hands of people. I don't care if they are leaders. You have a responsibility to steward yourself. You have a responsibility to take care of your body and your health. And I know that could be the same argument that somebody would give me for the opposite opinion. Um, however, one of those opinions is saving lives and the other is causing havoc. And I, I'm, I'm not for it. So it is what it is. I mean, if all y'all who want to be kicking it and hanging out and not following simple rules, we should put all y'all in the same same building and you can have at it talk as much as you want laugh as much as, you, as much as you want hug each other high fives all that stuff do you as for me and my house we will do our best to be obedient and pray that god will cover that with grace and keep us safe i'm not saying that i listen again i'm not exempt i'm human who knows but i'm gonna try to do my best to partner with my prayers and, and be obedient and and take care to protect myself, protect my family, and protect those that I share this earth with. That's all I got to say. Just whatever. Do you. But that's me. Seven minutes. I'm annoyed. Sorry. That's my mason jar. Got a little bit of tea. Speaking of tea, fall is coming. And I love fall. It is one of my favorite uh, seasons. Second to fall is spring. That's it. Um but I love it. I love the comfort of fall. I love the, the smell of fall. I love the coolness of fall. Um, I love the feeling of, of coming together with people safely <laughs> or online um, and just enjoying the peace and the rest that comes from things settling down you know, um, that's a time I love planning. I love structure and organizing and I'm feeling it, except this year I'm kind of tripping slightly uh, because I have opted to homeschool my girl. Um, I, she's only in preschool, um, but I've still opted to do that for the above reason. And, and just because, you know, I mean, of course, things will eventually normalize. I won't say that they're going to get back to normal, but they will normalize and life will go on. I just don't want to put her in that uh, place of discovery for this year. So we'll see how things go. I'd love her to be able to kick it with her friends and enjoy being a four-year-old and, you know, you know, 
building relationships, social interaction is, is mad important for that age, age demographic and everything. So for development and all that stuff. But in the meantime, we will do that online and um, and with a few few friends that we have close relationship with. But um, otherwise, I love planning. I love fall. I love the settling of it. And I'm excited about it. I'm also trying my best not to get sick because, you know, flu season, cold, weather changes, all that stuff. Now we got COVID. It's just a lot. It's a lot. So I have upped my tea drinking and uh, my apple cider vinegar. And a um, whole bunch of other stuff, man. Just trying to do my part. All that to say, the Lord is faithful and he's good and he's completely in control of all things. And uh, yeah, I, I suppose I'll touch on that little part about partnering with the, with with your prayers. Because I, I think, you know, sometimes we get into a place where, I mean, hopefully the goal is that you're building a discipline in prayer if you're a follower of Jesus. Um or speaking to the creator who is God Yahweh um that you're building that that discipline and working out um the things in your heart that's something that I'm just embracing right now it's just the simplicity of talking with God and also the sufficiency of his word in response to me and what he whispers to me by way of his holy spirit and um and and what circumstances in my life speak to God's answering of my prayers or um, leading me in in the path everlasting and guiding me or whatever he's saying through other people um, I think it's just important for us to ensure that while we pray or as we pray that we do the thing that God has already made clear um, and I'm not really trying to like tie it in with that but I like just the whole point here is we can't just do stuff and then pray to God and then not partner with that prayer, you know, not partner with what he inquire, what he requires us to do, because as much as he is sovereign and he can he controls all things and he can do whatever he wants, he still chooses to allow us to have free will to make our own choices and to use our minds and to create and to you know engage and communicate with him and so I think it's just important that while we are inquiring of the Lord or we're asking him for things we're sharing our desires with him we're we're um pleading with him we're you know, laying our burdens before him that whatever he tells us or whatever he's already told us that we do those things. I believe it's honorable to the Lord. Um, and I think it has everything to do with obedience and God values obedience more than sacrifice. He values obedience more than our willingness to, yeah, literally sacrifice. Like here, here, Lord, I'm just going to give this to you, give this to you, give this to you. And he's like, okay, have you done the thing I've asked you to do though? And I think I think that's important. So, you know, I'm saying that to y'all, but I'm speaking it to myself, really, because it just came to mind. So, you know, I'm going to try to do my best in, in partnering with my prayers and partnering with what the Lord has already said and, um, you know, try to be faithful with that and allow him to multiply the fruit or multiply the outcome um, 
and hopefully it brings him glory and it it brings me good you know i want good in this life i I don't want to be you know going against the current or against the wave of life when i have the the one who is my shepherd my guide and my compass to to lead me into truth and lead me um day 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 by day through this life so it's it's just really important the other thing it's just random too but the other thing i'd say is just this the idea of prayer i know that sometimes it can be really scary for people or it can be something so distant um especially if you don't believe now i mean i I get it it's hard to pray to someone that you don't believe (laughs) it's hard to pray to someone that you don't have a relationship with um and not to minimize that or to make too much of a correlation but it's also hard to talk to somebody that you don't know or talk to somebody that you have um that you're strained from you know like you need you need relationship is what builds our trust and and if you're struggling in with prayer or struggling with communicating with god or hearing from the lord then i strongly encourage you to you know work on the relationship that you have with god allow the lord to show you himself through his word that is one of the best ways to to know who god is and to learn of the lord read his word be reminded of his character um and then also start asking ask god questions like ask him how he sees you ask him um you know um what areas of your life you need to work on ask him the things that you have together um and, and for him to make those things clear so that you can you can know what to focus on in in doing good works. But prayer is prayer prayer is our lifeline to the Lord. And I will be very honest, there there are seasons when all I want to do is pray. And I'm just full of confidence and faith. I just know God is gonna answer my prayer. And then there are seasons where I'm just like, man. <laughs> And that's pretty much my prayer, man. And I'm like, you know my heart. You know what I'm thinking. You know my thoughts from afar off. You know, that's all you get today. You already know. It is what it is. Um, But I try not to stay in that place because honestly, you know, I'm not going to say like I love to pray because I listen. Some days I just don't have the endurance. I, I know some people, my mother is one of those people who can just pray and pray she's got the endurance she's flexed that that intercessory muscle and she has it um and there are seasons in my life that i've had that 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 perseverance and that endurance in prayer but you know once i became a mother (laughs) it's that fly by prayer and uh sometimes it's that it's that um that prayer that only god can interpret and i'm just like man i don't even know what to do with this or sometimes it's you know, just picking a song and I listen to the song and it just resonates with my heart. And I'm like, there you go. <laughs> That's it. These lyrics, Jesus, are my prayer unto you right now. And, um, you know, that's it. But I really do want to, um, you know, re-engage with the Lord in prayer and, um, and even the postures of prayer, you know, sometimes, oh man, I'm all over the place with this thing, but I've been trying to be more intentional about when I about waking up and not just saying, Lord, thank you so much for this day and breathing life into me. I'm grateful. But like sitting there for a second, except if the kids are like going on over the place, but like 
really sitting with the Lord and just being and 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 frankly, honestly, the one thing that I've been trying to do is what is my task for the day? Beyond my day-to-day schedule and like what I do with the girls and things like that, but what is what is your task for me today? And some days I get to the end of the day and the task was to dedicate more time to my children. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, I know. I mean, it's a big deal. It's it's good to spend more time with your children. For someone like me, that is difficult. If it's not planned, um, I mean, that means something else is taking its place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and I do love them, but but I I think that is the one of the things that the Lord has just been pressing my heart with. Like Naomi, listen, you 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 know, spend spend some uninterrupted phone on vibrate or silent time with them and um it's actually been quite rewarding you know i'm seeing a lot of myself in them um which is quite interesting and what i'm about to talk about um but i see myself in them and i see how god sees me through them and that has been really really um interesting and it's been a blessing for me sometimes it happens when I've I've planned it, but the other day, it happened like literally when we woke up. What day was this? Today's Thursday. Um, it was, it was yesterday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday morning. It started with a cup. <laughs> woke up. You know, I was up for a, a few, maybe 30 minutes before my girls and then they woke up and got them ready for the morning. Um, sometimes it feels like I have like legit teenagers in my house because I'm like, y'all do not listen. OK, you just don't. And it irks me. It's so annoying. I'm like, guys, we have a schedule. We have, <laughs> we have a plan. Let's get this thing popping so we can move on to the next step. But we eventually made it to, to the breakfast table. And, um, you know, where I was getting all that set up and, um, my girls have two designated like breakfast cups. One is green and the other is purple. My oldest has the purple cup. And all of a sudden she has never done this since she bought this cup. She's never done this. She says, mommy, can I have the purple cup? And I'm like, huh? And she's like, yeah, mommy, can I have the purple cup? I said, well, baby, this cup is yours. She's like, oh, okay. I'm like, what you mean? Oh, okay. Um, I didn't say that part, but I was like, okay, okay. And then she said it again. Mommy, can I have the purple cup? And then her sister said, no, I want the purple cup. And then she said, no, that purple cup is mine. I, I want the purple cup. Mommy, can I have the purple cup? Mommy's sister says she's going to have the purple cup. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, this is not nor This has never happened before. And she kept going back and forth. They're just bantering back and forth, back and forth. And the youngest is just like, no, I want it. And she's like, no, but it's mine. I, I want it. And then she's like, you have the green cup. Oh, yeah, I do have the green cup. And then she asked me again, even even after her sister had resigned, right? She had put up her flag of surrender. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got that green cup. I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm cool with it. She kept saying, Mommy, can I have the purple cup? And so I turned around to her and I said, Baby girl, Mommy knows which cup is yours. And I also know which cup is your sister's. You just have to trust Mommy enough that I'll give you what's yours. 
It's already yours. And she said, oh, okay. What about my business? Five minutes later, homegirl says the same thing. And this time I turn around and I look at her and she's like, mommy, are you sure? The purple cup is mine, right? And I'm like, yes, you know that. And she said, okay, are you sure I'm going to get the purple cup? I'm like, what is happening? So I repeat myself, baby girl, mommy knows which cup belongs to you. And you just have to trust God to give you what belongs to you. And then I stopped and I just, just bust out laughing. Like I could not hold it. I'm making breakfast. I'm trying to get it together. Still haven't given either of them their cups. And I am just tripping like, oh my gosh. And then I tried to, and she's like, mommy, you said God. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I said, what I meant to say was, and I repeated myself and still said, you have to trust God enough to give you what is yours and and believe that what he has for you is for you and i i was like lord jesus i stopped i looked at her and i'm like you used my daughter to show me what i sound like and what i look like sound what i sound like and what i look like when i'm praying to you and i'm lacking in faith and lacking in trust about what you have for me it was awesome. It was a little bit off-putting because I, I, if she had asked me again, I don't know what would have come out of my mouth. I really don't. But out of frustration. <laughs> but I'm so glad that what eventually came out of my mouth was um, the truth. That I need to trust God. I need to trust that he knows what belongs to me. He knows what is mine. And I need to trust him enough to give that to me. And the funny thing was, she was always going to get that cup because she was going to have breakfast, right? By God's grace. And in the same way, the Lord says, you are always, you, you have always, there's always been a plan for you. There's always been an intention for your life. There's nothing that doesn't have its place its time its order like there's nothing like that for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you not to harm you but to give you hope and a future he that began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of christ he desires that none should perish but that all should come to the knowledge of the truth like everything that god has spoken is certain it is 100 sure and we can trust it. But as little children or as children in spirit, we find ourselves acting like toddlers <laughs> who ask questions about things that are already answered. And in the same way, in the way that I really wanted her, number one, first time I was confused. Second time I really wanted to, her to understand. By the third time I was like, oh, no. Nah. You know, but God intervened on that because he's good like that. Um, but that's the same way we operate. You know, the first time, sometimes we're confused by what God has said. You know, sometimes we're like, man, I, I hear you. I got you. And I actually, I, I, I kind of already know that this is what it is, but I'm slightly confused. 
And then sometimes we come back around and we're like, man, God, I really, really want to believe this. I really want to believe that this is the plan you have for me. This is the purpose you have for me. This is what you intended for me. I really want to believe this. And then if, if, it, if it tarries a little bit too long, sometimes we get into the place of doubt, which is natural. It happens. But we get into that place where we're like, man, Lord, are you sure? Or we, that's when we start to lose it a little bit. Are you sure? It's taking too long. I'm not really seeing this or circumstances are overriding what you've said and all this stuff. And and literally he intervenes before we hit that pit, just like he did in my communicating to my daughter. He turned the conversation upward. He turned the exhortation upward to remind me, no, Naomi, that's exactly what I'm asking you to do. What you are, what you are lovingly. And it was so true. Like in my heart, I really had love for my daughter. I really did. Even though there was a part of me as a human being, you know, God, much more patient than I am. You know, as a human being, I was I was I was feeling myself going from that confusion or helping her with her confusion, really wanting her to understand and then really starting to get irritated because I'm like, I'm telling you, like, I am telling you, I know you, I love you. And what what is for you is for you. Just trust mama like the same way. God is just like Naomi. I know you. I know what belongs to you. I've given it to you. It was yours all along just trust me to deliver it. Just trust me to lay it before you. Just trust me to empower you for it. Just trust me to equip you. Trust me to give it to you. And so I just wanted to encourage anyone who is listening to remember that what God has for you is for you. And Psalm 138 verse 8 says that the Lord will fulfill his promise or purpose for me, purpose or promise for me, his steadfast love, the love of the Lord endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I love, I love it. The Lord will fulfill his purposes for me. That is a statement of conviction. That comes only from someone who is fully, fully aware of who God is in his nature, in his character, that what he says is yes and amen. And so if I believe God for who he is and what he has spoken, then I should trust that he will fulfill his purpose for me. And and then I love the second part of the verse where it turns from a belief to a, um, a declaration, your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. And I love that because God fulfills purpose because he loves us and his love is absolutely steadfast and it is forever. Just as my love for my daughter is steadfast, there's nothing that that girl can do that would make me not love her. And for all, you know, for all purposes and, you know, this particular conversation, my love for her is forever. As long as forever lasts for me, my love remains for her and then the last part says do not forsake the work of your hands god will never forsake that that's a petition that's the petition of this particular verse there's conviction there is declaration and then there's petition do not forsake the work of your hands i believe that the psalmist wrote this with a heart to just not that god would forsake but to to convince the soul within you know 
Bible says sometimes you have to you have to encourage yourself in in the Lord to convince the soul within do not forsake the work of your hands that that is a belief statement that is not even it's not it's not a question it's not a demand of God it's a petition for God to maintain who he is but it's also a, a, a compelling for the soul that is is de- declaring that it's a compelling for the soul that is speaking that thing out Lord, I believe you will fulfill your purposes for me because your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I'm asking God to do that in my life. The timing of this cup came exactly when I needed it for the purpose and the crossroad that God has my life on right now. And I know that I am not the only one, especially as we come to the end of this year and things start slowing down and 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 again they begin to normalize and and we're starting to see what what the future may look like for us. I know that it's tempting to look at this year and to be like, man, ain't nothing come to pass. Like all this is just done. Like I don't even know. Whatever New Year's resolution I had in 2019 has just been smashed. And then there's some of us who were like, man, yeah, you know what? I knew 2020 was going to be about vision and clarity and all this stuff. And and some people are still in that place. And they're like, you know, it didn't exactly happen what the way we thought it would. But things are exceptionally more clear for me. And then there are others who just had no plan and, you know, which is OK. And we're just living day by day and then got hit with this whole thing. Um, and then it was something that didn't just affect our nation, but it affected the world over. And we look at what's going on in life. And sometimes it's hard for us to see how all of this comes together, especially if you had a vision of where you would be eight months into this year. That junk is hard. It's real. And every single month, it was like, what's the next thing? What's coming next? What's coming next? What's coming next? And people were re- are reinventing themselves, trying to figure things out, trying to put things to bed, trying to resurrect other things, trying to live, trying to dream, trying to survive. There's so much happening. And I believe this cup was just a reminder to me. And hopefully this monologue is a reminder to you <laughs> that God knows what is for you. And whatever he has for you is for you. All you need to do is trust that he will give that thing to you. Why? Because the Lord will fulfill his promise for you. His steadfast love endures forever and he will not forsake the work of his hands. You can trust God in that. I am going to trust God in that. My hope is is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, myself included, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. That is it. He is our solid rock and upon him we stand. And whatever he says goes. He is the God of yes and amen. And nothing, not even a virus, not even a pandemic, not even a, an intense racial climate, not in even a, a confusing political cr- climate. None of that can thwart God's plan and purpose for your life. None of that can take away what it is that he has established before you. Man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. And so even though things may look like they're at a stalemate right now, trust the Father to keep it moving. And, and remember that every step forward is still movement 
it's it's still progress the only time you fail is when you stop the only time you fail is when you turn around the only time you fail is when you walk backward if you need to be still be still if you need to walk walk but trust that the prize is still yours trust that the purpose is still yours and trust that the peace of god is still yours until next time <laughs>